The following is for entertainment purposes only. While the information may be somewhat accurate, the hosts are by no means, how do I put this politely, historical authorities. Enjoy the podcast. Fact on history is the craziest thing that you've ever heard. Fact on history is the wackiest thing in the whole wide world. It's all true. Uh, that darn history like the song said it's a trivial look back at where we've been and why it's embarrassing and i'm john i'm mark i'm mark d yeah and to change my name with every episode i'm gonna change my initial (laughs) right that's all right they'll never find you that way that's good he's he's the masked uh podcast announcer we don't know (laughs) that's right uh, so today we're taking a look at the events of 1947, ooh, and uh, ooh, we're going to start. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Cold War starts to heat up that year. A bunch of stuff going on, but we're going to start at January 9th when mm-hmm. Dino Martin becomes the first NBA player to score 40 points in a game. Was he drunk? What? <laughs> that Dean Martin? I didn't, I didn't know Dean Dino Martin could play basketball. Martin. It was another guy. His full name was Patrick Donald Dino Martin, but I just, I laughed oh, when I saw that, the image. Okay. Of, Dean uh, Martin playing basketball. Well, that died. <laughs> <laughs> I know it did. It. <laughs> well, it, it was guard for the Providence Steamrollers. They won 91 to 68 over the Cleveland Rebels. Uh, Cleveland never gets what a What sport break. was this? NBA basketball. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just warming up here, folks. So wait, wait, wait. So um, they're called the steamrollers? Yes. Yes. Okay. And what happened to that franchise, I wonder? (laughs) Well, Dino Dino Martin played for them and and drank the profits. Everybody. (laughs) Cleveland Uh, never gets a break. So moving on. The February 21st, 1947, marks the first broadcast of the United States' uh, first TV soap opera, A Woman to Remember. And that's oh, all I got. All I, right. I, I don't know. Woman anything. to Remember. That's, wait, you, no details? No I mean, details. I have no details of that. Well, wait, first so a woman to well, I guess obviously she's not. So. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. I have no idea. I just noticed my Zoom name is Lana. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That's my yeah. Zoom name for you. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll bite. So that was the start of the whole soap opera thing. She can't be that much of a lady to remember. Because I know. No that's what I'm saying. I think you're asking a lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lady to remember. I seem to be dribbling my bourbon. Dino, uh, you're dribbling all over the court, and I'm not talking about with the ball. She's a lady to remember. A minute, remember. So, what, what 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 network put out the uh, the, the first? I, I don't remember. K-R-U-V. Wait, you don't remember? <laughs> that woman, remember? You should remember. Why is it always on me to remember? <laughs> well, you are hosting. You see. <laughs> well, if if she said she's a woman to remember, then we should all know immediately who right. this person is. Well, uh, and, and you don't even know who broadcast this. Uh, it just says the NBC, pro. ABC, CBS. I, I think that's I it. don't remember. <laughs> Jesus, I don't even have a cricket. Okay, button. so uh, uh, all right, that's that's enough of that. Let's move on. Okay, moving on to March twenty eighth, nineteen forty seven. Uh, a song about Linda McCartney entered the Billboard charts. 
1947. The tune was called Linda, and it came about when Linda's father, attorney Lee Eastman, yes. asked one of his clients, songwriter Jack Lawrence, to write a song about Eastman's then five-year-old daughter, Linda. Wow. All right. <laughs> and it entered the Billboard charts on March 28th, 1947, where it stayed for 13 weeks, eventually peaking at number one. And in 1963, Jan and Dean would later re-record it and take their version to number 28 on the charts. I never even wow. heard that song. It's called it's called Linda. Linda by Ray Noble and Buddy Clark. It was retitled though. A lady to remember. <laughs> <laughs> and in doing my I couldn't find if anybody wrote a, a song about Yoko. Yoko, yeah. I knew you were gonna say yeah. that. <laughs> you know, there had to be. Yeah. I think National Geographic might have a record. No, no wait a minute. <laughs> they got wait. a record that came out and you crossed the line. I think. Bill Haley and the Comets had one, two, three. Uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he almost spit up his drink. I was going to spit take on my computer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dino that Martin had the same reaction. Uh, we'll be back. Yeah. Moving, Moving right on along. to April 19, 1947, a yes. man climbs a 20 foot rope in 4.7 seconds. And what was behind him? To match <laughs> a match. gasoline on the road. Mm, yes. that, and where was he climbing this rope? Uh, this was in uh, Los Angeles. The man's name was Gavin Smith, and it Jesus. was part of the Amateur Athletic Union. Oh, interesting. Oh, the Amateur Athletic Union's motto is sports for all forever. <laughs> Jesus, kind of ominous if you think it's it. scary. I don't <laughs> want to be a part of that union. You'll be climbing this rope the rest of your life. They, you know they have different records for different uh, rope lengths, and I guess the rules: uh, competitors start from a seated position on the floor with legs outstretched directly under the rope, and then uh, when they get the signal, they got to climb it. Weighed like what five pounds, <laughs> or maybe yes. he had no legs. He had no legs. No I legs. Forgot. I buried None. the lead again. <laughs> He had no legs. <laughs> he had yeah. no. That, that's, uh, that was the title of his autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> he had no legs. So, so was Ooh. was uh, rope climbing the only competition in this in this a very uh, <clears throat> diabolical athletic society? <laughs> you know, sports uh, for all forever. Forever. I think um, that was enough for the day. Bomb I mean, eating. I mean, what kind of? They stuff all went and had sandwiches afterwards or something. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the record uh, i have I, or they I, had to fight for one sandwich maybe that was yes. the idea for, no you know. i think it took him the rest of the day to get him down <laughs> yeah where was he going to i want to know the destination of the yeah, road the top. he was afraid what of was heights? his motivation yeah, there's a pair of wooden legs at the top or something <laughs> hey do you want to climb this rope no <laughs> well would you climb it for a pair of wooden legs? And I'm in. Go. What the hell? <laughs> hey, these legs aren't the same length. <laughs> yes. He was at a performance of Circus Olay and couldn't find the exit. <laughs> Did you say Circus Olay? Is that the name of it? Circus Olay. No, it's Circus Olay. You're talking What's about that again? You're talking about the the combination bullfight circus. It's called. Wasn't that live and things up? One of those acrobatics and bulls. And thinking oh of bulls, God. you know, there's a Sonny Chiba movie called Karate Bullfighter, where a karate guy fights a bull with karate. No. And then he he had a follow up movie called Karate Bear Fighter, where he fights a guy in a bear suit with karate. Jesus. He doesn't fight a real bear. No, no, that would be ridiculous. Like, <laughs> should we move on yeah 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 so now it's not just so just for the listeners it's not circus olay 
It's Cirque du Soleil. Moving on. <laughs> May 2nd, 1947. Yes. This is May. May 2nd, 1947. Mm-hmm. Is this May 2nd, 1947? It is May 2nd, 1947. The Christmas film Miracle on 34th Street is released. So who directed that? Uh, no, you don't. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Mm. September 9th, 1947, a malfunction in the Harvard Mark II electrical magnetical computer turns out to be the result of a moth lodged in a relay. Ow. What computer was that again? It's uh, a malfunction in the Harvard Mark II yes. electromechanical computer. Yes. Turns out this to be a, a, the result okay. of a moth. So I'm pre- <laughs> and it <clears throat> apparently is the first actual case of a bug being found in a computer and the term uh, bug <laughs> for a software malfunction can be traced back to this. Maybe incident. it was a kamikaze moth. Maybe it was from the... Uh, uh, the war was it over. Could, it could be corporate... It could be corporate... Uh, um, Malfeasance? Uh, well, yeah, this wasn't even corporate. It was Harvard. Maybe it was Yale. Maybe it was at Yale. Was he had, a, he had, he had like a little in. sweater on that said Yale. Well, he ate it because it's a moth. Well, those little flags, the Bula Bula. Yeah. Bula Bula. It's like Vincent Price in The Fly. He's sitting on a park bench and he hears Bula Bula. And he looks over. He sees this moth stuck in a computer relay. Bula Bula. Bula Bula. So... Moving on, uh, yes, moving on to October 9th, 1947. Oh my yes. The first telephone conversation occurs between the passengers of a moving car and an airplane. How, how does that, how does that work? Uh, Hello. It was similar to, I guess, <laughs> I like. I know how it started. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how it started. I want to know how they did it. Can't hear how it started. Thanks. It was a crank call. Is your refrigerator running? Yes. <laughs> and since the first car phones in the U.S. were put into service in 1946, wow. Apparently, wow. Uh, and I think they were limited in you know some ways. We're limited to probably like president. Secret well, and, and the length of the telephone FBI cable something. running yeah. out the back of the car. <laughs> that's, now, see, that's, that's, the, that's the visual. Because you got the car, then you got the yeah. plane. It's like right over the car and a cord. And then from, it's from back to the station plugged in. Well, they don't say no... It's a guy, convertible roadster, and suddenly the guy's lower a phone from an airplane to him. There's no satellites. There's no. There's the guy riding on the yeah. car holding up an antenna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you is cool. Yeah, yeah uh, Wilmington, Delaware is where mm-hmm. it happened. Uh, okay. Uh, so Wilmington's and, known uh, for something. Uh, October 14th. 1947, test pilot Chuck Yeager becomes the first man to travel faster than the speed of sound. Wow, that was 47. Wow. I don't know if he was on the phone at the time when he... (laughs) Seats the crap out of the guy on the rope, right? (laughs) (laughs) He was nice. 24 years old at the time. Whoa, he was 24? Yeah. He had balls, that guy. He had balls, and it said in World War II, Yeager was a star pilot and once shot down five planes in a single day. And I think they were German. I don't know if they were. He was just shooting. <laughs> just shooting anything. Just I wonder if one of them was talking on the phone at the time. And just <laughs> uh, I think we have some audio from that historic day. Like, I'm going to shoot you down now. <laughs> 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 
and apparently Jeez. once he passed Mach 1, he said it just smoothed <clears throat> out and was just smooth as butter. But going up into Mach 1, it was... Get there, was shaking and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah, and then wow. once, you, once you passed it, yeah. It, uh, I wonder if the guy climbing the rope experienced that. If he was like, got up to a certain point, he was like, this is like butter. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. another historic thing. was So that was October 14th. Just a few days later, November 2nd, Howard Hughes flies the Spruce Goose. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fixed-wing yeah. aircraft ever built for the first five stories yeah. tall, the wingspan longer than a football field, and more than a city block. Yeah. And 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 how high did it actually get off the water? Uh, it flew for under half a mile, 25 feet above yeah. the water for about 30 seconds. Yeah. And he Success! did it. Yeah. He did right. it because... It, it, it was trying to finish it in time for the war, but the war ended early. Damn it. Hey. <laughs> I don't know if he was, it was Howard Hughes. Was he making love to a starlet when he was oh, 25 feet above the ground? I don't know. Well, 25 feet in 30 seconds. So like maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably banging everybody. Wow. Well, he got around with those long fingernails and toenails. <laughs> sick chicks, bastard and those bottles chicks dig of pee. kleenex boxes sick, on your feet That's sick what I bastard yeah. want to see my bottles of pee <laughs> want to see my oh. penthouse in vegas Ooh. you had me at bottles of pee <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, he, he was something that was a year of guys <laughs> you had the, the guy climbing the rope you had jaeger you had him, yeah. Howard Hughes. You yeah, a woman to remember, or something. A woman to remember who we can't. Yeah, who we remember. can't. <laughs> remember. But I bet you Howard Hughes remembered who she oh, was. Yeah, oh yeah, man. Oh, okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Enough of that. Okay. November sixth, the TV show Meet the Press debuts on the NBC network. Uh, thus replacing NBC's earlier series, Ignore the Press. Yeah. <laughs> so there was what, Face the Nation or Face the Meat or Meet the Face or whatever the hell. There was yeah. those. Meet the, the Face. face. Press the meat. I like Press that the... one. Our next guest on Meet the Face. Well, hello. <laughs> so, so moving on, November 20th, 1947, Princess, oh no, Prince Philip. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Prince Philip marries Queen Elizabeth II. And uh, he wasn't allowed to invite his three sisters because they were all married to German noblemen, <laughs> and they figured it would be seen as inappropriate in post-war Britain Jesus. to bring all oh, the wow. German noblemen over. So they, yeah, uh, yeah. kind of uh, get that. And they had a wedding cake that was nine feet it. tall. It was designed Jesus. by Howard Hughes. Yes, nine feet was. tall and 20 and feet wide. It got 25 feet off the floor for 30 seconds. And <laughs> was shaped like a buzz bomb. <laughs> yes, yes. Chuck Eager wrote it down like Slim Pickens at the end of Dr. Strangelove. It all just, it all just, uh, and Philip was on the phone. And the wedding and the wedding singer was Dino. I used to play basketball. <laughs> Oh, and here's oh, a lovely bride. She's a woman to remember. And it launched the famous, <laughs> it launched the famous BBC series Meet the Cake. Yes. That's the... <laughs> and when they first started dating, Prince Philip was 18 and the Queen was 13 years old. When they were first dating. Wow. When they were first dating. Yeah. And how old were they, how old were they when they married? Oh. You don't know that, do you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. God. Oh God. Oh, God. I... 
didn't do I, I had somebody right. doing research for me, but I, I fired them. I fired him right at that moment. They climbed up a rope and went away. <laughs> well, and it right. says uh, they were second cousins once removed through King Christian the Ninth of Denmark and third cousins through Queen Victoria. So a lot of a lot of inbred mm, stuff. Inbred. Yeah. A lot of inbred going on there. Yeah, the wedding march was played on a banjo. Do it. Do it. November 27th, 1947, Joe DiMaggio wins his third MVP and beats Ted Williams by one vote. Oh, and wow. uh, when asked to comment about it, he said the award was nice, but that his greatest honor was having sex with Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Long you know, the thing I heard home. was that considering like Marilyn Monroe married him, married uh, Arthur Miller, mm-hmm. that she was basically trying to marry her dad in a way. Like these are, these are guys who were to substitute for her, her dad. Her dad was a playwright who played baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wrote a play yeah. called All My Balls. <laughs> <laughs> His wife. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Would you marry me? What, what happened after that? <laughs> Oh, I'm glad you asked. December 3rd, 1947, a streetcar named Desired. Oh, no. A streetcar named Desire opens on Broadway, Broadway. starring Mm -hmm. Marlon Brando in his first great role. Oh. Didn't want to eat. Jessica was pretty bummed out they didn't use her for that. Who's in the movie? Vivian Lee took her spot. Uh, Yeah, she hadn't worked worked in something of that caliber in a while. Yeah, she's a streetcar. She did win an Oscar, though. Wasn't that the big, like with Brando, it was more realistic Mm -hmm. uh, realism, and they said you actually believed he was a streetcar? (laughs) <laughs> oh boy, I changed my play. I can't wait to see what uh, it's Carl Malden I'm after. <laughs> All right. Well, well 47. Anyway, uh, moving on, December 27. December 27th, 1947. Oh Yes. Uh, the Howdy Doody Show debuts on NBC. It's Howdy Doody time. It's Howdy Doody time. <laughs> oh, Clarabelle, come here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some other events. I, I don't have specific dates for this, but the they happened in 1947. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the events, the United States' first landfill opens on Staten Island, and it's mm-hmm. called Fresh Kills. I got, a, uh, got a little deposit to make over there in oh, Fresh, Fresh Kills. kills. Come on, uh, get Tony. Uh, have, Tony my car. <laughs> have Tony and Mario. Have Tony and Mario take care of it for me. Yeah, okay, got it, boys. I gave me some okay. cannolis while you're over there. Jump at over the landfill. You want us to get cannolis at the landfill? <laughs> so <laughs> why the cannoli? Why it's Fresh Kills? Uh, it's part of the name comes from a Dutch word. Killy for riverbed, and a name is kind of coming from a location of the landfill along the Fresh Kills estuary. Nah, it's better to have the mafia connection. Uh, the Woody Guthrie song "This Land Is Your Land" becomes a hit in Ooh. 1947. Well, that's a big. One. Wow, that's big. He didn't write it in 47, but uh, it was officially published in 45. Becomes a hit in 47. He wrote it. Uh, as a, oh, he wrote it in 1940 as a response to Irving Berlin's God Bless America. That, that's interesting. And wow. the B-side features another hit song by Guthrie entitled, This Land is Your Land, But That's My Wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Here yeah. it comes down. Here it comes. Uh, <laughs> since 1947, I, and I haven't dived into it to verify this, so this could be a rumor. Since that 1947. All right. not surprised. <laughs> yes, it's not a shocker. Uh, every we, California... We don't, we don't call yes. you Johnny Johnny. No Details for concurrence. <laughs> for, for, 
For no Johnny reason. Shallow? Is that what it is? <laughs> Johnny Shallow. Johnny, Johnny Shallow. Skim the Edge. Johnny Skim the Edge. <laughs> Last minute Johnny Shallow. There. Oh, uh, okay. Every California license plate has been made by the inmates of Folsom State Prison. Wow. 45,000 to 50,000 plates every day. Like every day. Every that's day. Wow, that's yeah. a lot of vehicles. Jesus. Yeah. Gosh, oh, yeah. Wow. But that's that's all I got there for that. So that's right. 1947? I wouldn't lie about that. No, about you that. did a wonderful job. Thank I you. liked it. It was Thank fun. You. It was so freaking fun. And and if you listening <laughs> like it, remember it. to write reviews and uh tell your friends. Yeah, if anybody's uh yeah, you got anything uh, uh yeah. messages. Or you know, on social media, whatever. Let us know. any years that you'd be interested in knowing everything about. Oh yeah, if you have yeah, that we could roll a truck right over. Remember to uh, subscribe and uh, leave us a review <laughs> right here at our stage. <laughs> the closing theme song. <laughs> Take it away, Don. Fact on history is the craziest thing that you've ever heard. Fact on history is the wackiest thing in the whole wide world. If you enjoyed that darn history, please share and let us know what you think by posting a comment. Just search for that darn history on any of your favorite social media outlets. And thanks for listening.